The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today I'm joined by Laura Ann Mitrick, real estate broker with Compass. Laura, thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited. Now, do you like to go by Laura Ann or Laura? Um, Laura Ann. So we'll go by Laura yeah, Ann. Okay, let's we'll go make sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the Mitrick name is very synonymous with real estate, as I've come to <laughs> learn and understand. Absolutely. Honestly, uh, I think it's pretty hard to move in Chicago without interacting with one of us. Yeah. And that's the one thing that you had mentioned, too, that you get confused for your cousin, uh, I uh, do. Lauren, right? I mean, it doesn't help that um, we have similar names. Now that she's married, there's a little less confusion. But yeah, there's Lauren Mitrick Wood, and then I'm Laura Ann Mitrick. Right, right. So it's it's a little confusing. We also have a, a Laura on our team. So it's Laura, Laura Ann, and Lauren. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just like to keep it interesting. No, that's, that's uh, I mean, hey, look, and you have not only in Chicago, but you're kind of all over the country, too, and not just real estate, but yeah. uh, real estate attorneys and just oh. a lot of people involved in real estate, right? Yes, my whole family. Um, my one sister, the only sister that isn't in real estate, makes it well known. She's like, I don't know how they do it. But yeah, I have um, my brother's a real estate attorney, my sister is a title closer. Wow. I have cousins in Hawaii that are licensed and kind of a huge network all over the place. So it was inevitable that you would be in real estate. I tried not to. <laughs> you really did, I though. Did. Yeah. <laughs> really, I tried not to. Um, Lauren asked me to uh, get involved a little bit earlier than I did. Um, I loved my hospitality life and and the people that I was working with, but eventually I did it. <laughs> And, you, and even, as you mentioned, uh, in that hospitality life, because you were bartending, right, um, that a lot of the relationships that you formed there became clients eventually as well. I was so fortunate. Um, the people that I got to interact with um, at both of the locations that I stayed with the longest turned out to be lifelong friends. And wow. yes, clients. That's so cool. Not yeah. the first time I've heard that. Um, and. and T- tell me a little bit about just what happened, because, you know, in this, you, you have this um, profession, right, that, that's very synonymous with your family, and you can you know, step into it, and you found success in it, and you love what you do. But on this other end is, is kind of, as we talked, because of the pandemic and things that had happened, um, both just with your health and everything else, that it really created this life that through real estate you were able to realize, right? And Absolutely. And kind of become part of your your brand or your message uh, with people that um, you, know, you can create this life that you want, right? And yes. so tell me a little bit about you know what happened. Um, first, what you're dealing with that caused you to move and then just that move and kind of how that evolved uh, yeah. into your professional life. Yeah. Um, well, I mentioned before, I didn't really want to get into real estate, um, but I am absolutely in the place that I am supposed to be helping the people that I'm supposed to be. Um, I am able to create change because I've had to do it for myself. Um, I am a type one diabetic, and it's actually Diabetes uh, National Where? Diabetes Awareness Month. So oh, this wow. is Look at that. this is a perfect little transition. Um, and I've been diagnosed now for over thirty two years. 
um, when the pandemic hit, uh, there was just a lot of apprehension from everybody, mm -hmm. you know, not really understanding how it would unfold or affect people, especially those with medical needs. Um, so my endocrinologist suggested, strongly suggested, that I get out of Chicago for the time being. Um, I was living in Lincoln Park. I still have that loft with my fiance. Um, and I loved it, but it didn't have an outdoor space. Again, there were 65 units in the building. Mm. Uh, I have a very large dog. There were just a lot of factors that forced me to move. And it wasn't even, um, I didn't have an opportunity to choose how or when or where. It was one day I went to the doctor and the next day I was packing a bag and heading up to my family's lake house in Sister Lakes. And um, life just kind of unfolded mm. for a lot of people, um, especially me. I, it, like I said earlier, if, if you told me five years ago that I would be living in two states, operating two real estate businesses, and love my job and my life, I I think you were absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but um, you know, I moved up there, and without permission, I tore my family's lake house apart because. Wow. I thought I was going to have any work to do. <laughs> Little did I know everybody wanted to move during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I tore it apart and put it back together. Luckily, I found a contractor. That was a little bit of an issue. I know some people uh, have experienced that. Um, didn't tell anybody in my family either until they showed up, you know, like a year later. And they're like, wow. Um, <laughs> and the reason I, I did that was... Um, well, there were multiple reasons. One, I'm, I'm the youngest out of five. Mm. So it's a four bedroom house and you can't fit five, six families in there. So I definitely wanted to create a space where, um, you know, generational, we could extend and be there forever and have multiple families there and, and have all of the good memories because it, that's really something that I focused on during the pandemic. Stuff was scary, yeah, you know, life was scary. You didn't know what was gonna happen. Um, I went from being a very social person through my job, um, friends and family, you know, always out and about to basically like hibernating in rural Michigan. And it was, it was a shocker. Yeah. Um, so I kind of got to re-examine, you know, what I, what I loved about my job. For sure. And there were aspects that I didn't like either, you know, but um, being on a team where I knew that they were gonna cover me in Chicago, they were gonna be there for me while I was, you know, basically unable to interact with people because of my, my diabetes and what could happen, you know, if I caught the coronavirus. Um, so I think, being forced into change and and being scared of that change, but also at the same time embracing it. Like I didn't have a choice. There's just like diabetes, like I, people say, I don't know how you do it. When you don't have a choice, you do it. Right, right. You find a way. Right. Um, and, and through that realization and that mindset where I looked back and I was like, wow, I'm, I am capable of moving and changing lifestyles and, creating a space that I love. 
and that's what I want to do for people, for other people. And like, that's the part of the real estate that I was like, okay, this is it. This is my aha moment. This is, this is where my purpose and my passion meet. I'm going to help people create change that they deserve. Like, in, you know, whether that's, that change is something that you choose or, you know, is forced upon you. I think that every situation through mindset, you have the ability to create a space or create an environment that you love being in. For sure. And, and obviously, no matter what you're dealing with in life or um, it's about what is best for you, right? And creating a life around that versus one of circumstance where, you know, you have, you feel like you have to do it a certain way, even though that's not what you want to do. And then and like for you being forced into that and having to move was that realization. But then also on the other side of it, that community that you talked about really that doesn't exist, or at least <clears throat> it is, is disjointed is the, the professionals that are working for themselves and you know, entrepreneurs you know, self-employed people that uh, are dealing with these conditions. And, mm. and like some of those things that you've identified are things that others I'm sure have had to deal with, but there's really not that space where people are coming together to talk about that, there right? Isn't. So tell me about that. Like as far as what you've identified and what you hope to see change for professionals like yourself dealing with medical conditions. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm I'm very, very fortunate that I work with family and and friends that I consider family who understand that my um, my disease will limit me in in some ways, but I've also been in work environments and social environments where people haven't been that understanding. Mm. Uh, and I really have a strong desire, especially when the pandemic hit and I didn't, you know, I wanted to talk to other people that were going through this, that were like me. Like if I could have connected to another real estate agent said, that had diabetes or had an autoimmune disease and you know, like, God, like we just had to drop everything that, that we love, that we know how to do. How are we gonna operate our business? How are we gonna help our clients? How, are, how, are, how do we survive this? And there wasn't, there wasn't a space um, you know, yeah, I could talk to my team, but like they're they're all going through their own things. I we I don't have another diabetic on the team, um, but we've all had you know experiences, whether it's through ourselves or through family and friends, where we know somebody with with a medical let's call it disability mm-hmm. um, or a, a medical need that really does like affect your daily life. Like, I, yeah. I mean, my blood sugar could drop in the middle of this podcast and you know, I, I need to address it. For sure. Um, so it's something that for a long time I felt limited. I felt absolutely limited by it until I started to share, um, share my struggles or share my wins too, you know, like, I fight this every single day and I like, I survive it every single day too. Um, you know, I'm, I was one of the first ones in Chicago to be uh, transferred onto this um, closed loop insulin pump system. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's, see, I said, oh, wow. Other people are like, that's scary. Well, again, if you don't, 
I don't have the luxury or- luxury to say I don't want to do that. Like right. I, I'm always into creating a better life. Yeah, and I think like that drive in myself helps me want to help other people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, and it's not just real estate. There's a lot of independent contractors out there, especially now that the work landscape has changed. Especially now, you know, and they, I, I would love. And I'm not exactly sure how yet, but I would really love to create that community, that safe space where we could collaborate. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. all right, this this is what I do when you know I I fall down and you know I, and I go down quickly when something happens with my diabetes. I pop back up, but I do go down quickly. So I've had to adapt, and I have checklists and spreadsheets and everything's written down and it's not because I don't remember it it's if somebody needs to step into my business I want them to be able to have that that control and be able to know exactly what they're doing and you know it's also a safe mindset for me too but I think I would love to share that with somebody how how I how I got myself here how I got myself to the mindset where yes I do I do have something that that affects my daily lifestyle, but it's also something that I really think could benefit somebody else from learning on how, how I'm surviving it. For sure. I'm thriving. For sure. You know, and, and I would love to learn from somebody else. And I know I'm not the only diabetic realtor. <laughs> like, it's, I'm not. <laughs> um, you know, and it's not just diabetes. Like, right, right. I mean, any, any disease, any complication, it's a mindset too. Right. Like we talked about that earlier. It's, you know, yeah, I have the the physical symptoms of it, um, but also like it it gets me down sometimes, of and that's just me being honest. Yeah, and and part of me pulling myself back up and having that mindset is I do have the ability to create change. Yeah, and I have the ability to affect change in other people and help them get to a place where they're happy. You know, it's like just back to finding that home. Like I, I did, I spent a lot of time at home, especially, you know, when I have my sick days. Yeah. So why wouldn't I want to create a place that I love? You know, and I deserve that. And other people deserve that. For sure. You so, know, so it's just, we can get there. I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm hearing too, and, and what I love about it is this acceptance of where you're at and, and not seeing it as a, as, as a hindrance to whatever it is, but just as part of you know something that you need to be aware of and manage but that, that it's not limiting you right you're going to do what, what you're set out to do and to the best of your ability like a lot of people i think in unfortunate and especially in real estate where you know there's this this image or that that needs to be portrayed of i don't know whether it's perfection or with glamour or lifestyle you know that it's per- that it's just it's picture perfect right and life <laughs> is not that way no. So, so, and I think, and I think it's doomed to fail for someone, you know, or even just as a, as a strategy overall that people see through the facade, right? Uh-huh. But how have you, in the sense where others have, kind of separated those two things, right? Who they are as a person because they, they haven't accepted that, right. they see it as a weakness, and so they don't want to portray that weakness um, and kind of hide it, right? Whereas uh-huh. you're really leading that as part of your story, not as a "woe is me," but just as a "this is who I am." And does it connect with you? Does it resonate? Right. Therefore, maybe we can, you know, have a a, a bigger conversation beyond real estate because uh, that's what it seems like you're you're wanting to do, right? Is yeah, help, help whether it's real estate or something else. I want to honestly. Um, I don't want to work with 
a client just just to find a house. Like yeah. I want to help you create, you know, lay the foundation for you to create memories that you're going to be like, oh, Laura helped me do this. Yeah. Like, and yeah, that's a little bit selfish <laughs> that, you know, I, I want to be a part of that, but it's just because it, it, it resonates with me and it gives me like really, really good feeling. But that's um, benefiting your client as well. Absolutely. So it's not like taking away from right. selfishness, you know? Right. Um, it's joy. I, I think I have, I, and it's maybe unintentional, but I, I tend to just show up like I am who I am. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm Laura. I don't always lead with, I'm a diabetic, um, but I do have diabetes, but you know. But we also share that on your social media Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Like, oh. I, I saw you had posted something on, was it the advice that you were mentioning that um, you're now trying out? Yeah. Well, I mean, so I want people to be able to relate to me. I want to be relatable, right? And yeah. and when you are, when you're yourself, you can open yourself up to be relatable to people that you resonate with, yeah. right? So, yeah, I I have a big dog and <laughs> I love plants and you have a huge dog. I have a huge dog. Um yeah, and she's she's my service animal and that's a really big really big part of me. Like she goes to showings. Her head is sticking <laughs> out of out of my Jeep truck and um she's just so sweet, but like I I've, I've had a big dog for about 15 years now people know that they yeah. see a big dog they're gonna think of me yeah. and um, you know it's like when they, when you see a plant you might think of me or you, you see somebody with diabetes and you're like oh I I know this girl and she posted on Instagram and um, what's happening with with me just showing up and being my authentic self and and that did take it take took some time you know to to really um, be okay with it, like be, yeah, it. yeah, be okay with it. Like now, now when you say that, and, and sorry, but I want to be mm-hmm. clear: is this showing up in terms of like the way that you market yourself and kind of promote yourself? And that was there a time before this, um, you know, uh, vulnerable piece of, of allowing people to see the side of you? Were you different? Were you hiding that? Were you not forthcoming with it? And then oh, decided, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, absolutely, I had it. Um, and just to go back to your point about this, like facade of a realtor, or you know the the magazine covers and everything has to be show ready and this and that um that didn't resonate with my sphere i didn't uh, and also like when i did meet somebody like i don't that's not me you know so i just started to just to lean into things that i really loved like uh, that were really a part of me and that's that's when my career took off so what advice would you give to people in that, you know, where, whether it be real estate or something else, that they feel this, not even feel, but their self-promotion, self-promotion is important and necessary to the job, right? So if yeah. you're a solopreneur, if you're, you know, uh, whatever, you're a realtor, a broker of any kind, what advice would you give when people are feeling like that? And it could be depression. It could be an anxiety. Mm. It could be something where you feel this discord of not being genuine to yourself, as a way to market and promote yourself because you think that's going to lead you to things that you want, but it really doesn't, right? Right. So how do you go about making that switch or even identifying it to be more authentic and show up not only for your clients that way, but just in your marketing to give you that sense of freedom of, you know, truth? Well, (laughs) I think my advice would, one, ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Like, why? why? Is Is it because 
your cousin's a realtor and you wanted to be like her when you grew up, you know, or or are you a doctor because you want to heal people, you know, or are you a painter because you're creative and you have that passion? Why are you doing it? I think the why is the biggest part. When you don't know the why, when you're not connected with the why, you're you're just you're just doing stuff to do it. You're just working to work. And that's okay for some people. Like I like to work. I really do. I I I love task-driven activities. Like I really do like to work. I I it makes me feel good about myself. Um but that's not my why. You know, and when I when I found my why and I really um was okay with my who, you know, like <laughs> who I am and why I'm doing this. And, you know, and this is all through coaching and, um, you know, a podcaster who I'm obsessed with, Amy Jo Martin, you know, it's, it was really just those two questions. Why are you doing this? Who are you? And when, when you figure that out, everything else makes sense it may not be easy but it's going to make sense and when I go to market myself I, yeah I am marketing myself but I'm also just I'm just being me yeah you know and then that doesn't feel false and then people feel like they can really open up to me because let's be honest what I do is is a very it's an intimate part of people's lives very you're you're letting me into your home like I'm dissecting it. I'm telling you, you know, you got to do this, this and this to sell it. I, you know, I assess and, and give you a value for your home or, you know, I'm helping you find a new place. Regardless, it's a very intimate process. Yeah. And I don't take that lightly. Um, and and because of that, I take my job very seriously. Awesome. But I also have a lot of fun doing it. No, I, who doesn't love walking in a million dollar listings along the lake shore? <laughs> I just love that you found a way to be so authentic, but be also authentic in what you do love and, 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 and you know, not only unapologetic, but unashamed of, of what those things are, right? Whether it be real estate, whether it be multi-million dollar listings or whatever it is that, you know, you can be humble enough to, to, to be you and, and vulnerable enough to share those things, but also um, to be open about what, what you like, right? Absolutely. And now, people out there listening and love what they hear and want to connect with you, where can they find you on social media and website? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Laura Mitrick, that's L-A-U-R-A-M-I-T-R-I-C-K. Yes, it does rhyme. <laughs> um, you can also email me my um, with Compass, so it's Laura, L-A-U-R-A, dot Ann, A-N-N, at compass.com. Um, but I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm pretty much everywhere. You can find me. Um, I'm back and forth between Michigan and uh, Chicago, so... If anybody wants a lake house or an in town in the city, I'm your girl. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming in and sharing your story. Thank you so much. Right. This was so fun.